And that's a bit of the brand new release from my guest, Manitoba's Emma Peterson. The song is called Just for the Record. We'll hear it in its entirety a bit later on the show. And it is the title track to her just released debut album. And I'm so excited to uh, chat with her about it here on the show and about the tour that starts this spring in May, in fact, uh, to celebrate the album. And we'll get into all kinds of stuff with Emma, her influences, songwriting, and so much more. My pleasure now to welcome Emma Peterson to the show. Hey there, Emma. Hey there. Thanks so much for having me, Dave. My pleasure. Great to have you here and uh, to chat about uh, such an exciting time with a debut album. You've released singles, a couple of singles that are on it uh, in the past, going back to 2019, your debut single, maybe tonight. Now you've got all these songs in a package with some new stuff, of course, and a great title just for the record. It's one of the songs, and obviously that's a great name for our record. Yeah, um, I think when I, I was actually pitched the song and when I heard the name of this song and when I recorded it, I just knew knew that it would be the perfect um, title for the release of this album. So I'm very excited about it. Amazing. And let's for a moment talk about the tour you just announced, the Just for the Record release tour. Uh, you're going all over the place, all across Manitoba. Uh, tell me yeah. about that. So, yeah, so we're going to be kicking things off in Winnipeg on May 26th um, and then Brandon the following day. And then we're doing a larger release party in Dauphin at the Watson Art Center on the Saturday of May 28th. I'm just so excited to like connect with people and play some live music for people. Um, we just I've I've been missing it and I know others have been missing it, too. So I think it'll be so much fun to not only play the live music, but to be able to share um, a new body of work with everyone, too. Definitely. That's going to be an exciting time and all your fans will get to see you live again. I mean, we love the live streams because we had no choice, of course, but now. Yeah. We <laughs> yeah, they were good too, but it's great to be back in front of people. There is nothing that can replace that energy. So that is so cool. Um, really looking forward to, uh, for you to connect again with your fans. Do you remember uh, your first time or one of your first times back on stage, Emma, when you first set foot on stage to play? Yeah, um, I'm trying to think now. Like I, growing up, I was always um, not a performer, but I I was always into musical theater, singing, um, and I started entering talent shows. And I specifically remember playing a talent show in my hometown in my school auditorium. It was a fundraiser. Um, for an organization in my town. It was the first time I was able to get up on stage and show everyone um, how I learned how to play guitar on my $50 guitar from Walmart. And I was singing <laughs> Baby Girl by Sugarland. And I ended up winning the talent show. But more than that, it was like the first time that I got to sing for other people with my guitar accompanying myself. And it was just so special. And I feel like I try to hold on to that that feeling I, um, through through the years of my career um, to remember how, how that made me feel. And I hope that it can continue to make me feel that way. It's so cool to hold on to that feeling, right? To never forget how it started and how much passion you had for it in the beginning. Mm -hmm. For sure. And like, even just as a young kid, I don't think I knew um, what would, how I would even make this um, music career happen or, um, how it would work. And at that time, I just knew I loved to play music and that that's what it was about. And I think that's what it still is about for me. It's so, it's so cool that you uh, learned to play on a $50 Walmart guitar. Was that when you bought yourself or were you pretty young and it was bought for you? You know, I don't think I had a job yet, so I'm pretty sure my <laughs> parents would have bought it for me. But my first high-end guitar, um, I 
um, I bought a Taylor guitar, I think it was in about grade nine, I had to get a job at the local restaurant serving tables. And I spent a, a summer working. And then I ended up saving half of the amount of money for the guitar. And then of course, my parents helped me out for the other half. So I was very, very thankful for that. But I did have to work really hard to get it. <laughs> Absolutely. It makes it uh, all the more worthwhile, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, let's get into some of your influences, Emma, before we focus back on the album. Who are the artists and the songwriters that you were inspired by as you started to pursue music? Um, growing up, actually, I grew up in a lot of like classic country and some names that come to mind is Johnny Cash. I always um, actually got a CD of his every year for my birthday when I was young. Um, I loved just his writing. I just loved the songs and the stories that he told. Martin McBride was a big influence for me. Um, Shania Twain, of course. And the reason I bought my $50 or my parents bought my $50 was because a girl named Taylor Swift had just released her debut album. <laughs> and I listened to it and I wanted to do the exact same thing. So hence the $50 guitar. <laughs> Yeah, Taylor Swift has influenced so many female artists. Uh, that kind of goes without mm -hmm. saying, whenever I have my songwriter's night at a place um, in Oakville, in Ontario, uh, at the Moonshine Cafe, the female artists, you know, pretty much all of them mention uh, Taylor Swift being a huge influence. Mm -hmm. I just, like, she she's such a positive influence, and especially, like, just for any any girl, whether you do music or not, she just has such great values. And um, But then also for artists, I just feel... Like she, she's really there for artists and there for songwriters and um, creates a lot of awareness and gives a lot of education to younger, younger emerging artists. Let's um, turn to just for the record. We're going to play it here on the show in just a moment. Uh, tell me a little bit more about the song. Yeah, so this song was actually written by David Thompson, um, Melanie Dyer, and Joseph Patton. And I was um, pitched this song and I instantly fell in love with it. I loved um I love the title just for the record. I really love those like catchy phrases that can be used that you use just in your everyday conversation. I wrote a song called Hurt Like Hell because I like the phrase Hurt Like Hell. I just feel like it's it's used all the time and that's the same with Just for the Record. And when you listen to the song, it's about a breakup and about someone, a girl just kind of saying, I'm just going to get over you. You're just another one for the record and I'm I'm moving on. Um you're lost kind of thing, but also when I think about the phrase, just for the record, it's someone being honest. It's saying just for the record, that this is what I think. Um, mm -hmm. and, I, and I really like that. And I think in my writing, I try to be honest and I try to be truthful and um, say what I think. So I thought that was a really special title. I was feeling uninspired, like a songbird on a wire, waiting
Let's uh, focus on your songwriting for a moment and take me back, uh, similar to getting on stage for the first time. What was one of your first songs? What what was it that and what was it that led you to write in the first place? Yeah, so I always enjoyed poetry and like English in school, and actually. Um, I would write poems, but I couldn't really connect putting them into music. Um, I, I think I was in grade four at the time. I'm not sure how old you are in grade four, but I was quite young to understand that. And I didn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And then one day my brother, he, I came home from school and I said, I just like, I want to figure out how do you, how do I write a song? And he goes, well, just start, start writing down what you did in your day. So I think the first song that I wrote and I was quite young at the time was literally I got up in the morning and I brushed my teeth and I and I went to school and I did this and it obviously that song did not make it on this album but um <laughs> Darn, but it, but but I think like just thinking about those words that my brother said to me about just yeah. writing about what what happened like what did you do in your day and eventually as I grew up and had bigger things happen to me or have seen had different life events happen um I'm still just writing about what goes on in my day or what I'm thinking about so it has changed that is great advice yeah what's happening in your day you can't, can't get much more simplified than that um no what what great advice from your brother? Is your brother musical or he just has he's, some great advice? He's actually, um, he's not, he doesn't pursue music, but my brother is actually a great musician. Um, he used, like, he doesn't play instruments as much anymore, but he's a great violin player. He, he also taught himself how to play guitar. And actually, when I grew out of my $50 guitar from Walmart and was waiting to buy a bigger guitar, he actually just gave me his guitar um, to play for my shows and whatnot. So he's always been a very big, a big help and a big encourager in my life. Oh, that's amazing. Um, back in 2016, you were in the top spot in CMT's Chevy tailgate contest, and you became one of the top five, top four finalists in the country. Um, and your original song was featured on CMT's Chevy Top 20 Countdown. I, I miss CMT. We all do. Uh, that yeah. must have been exciting. I mean, that's, uh, do the math here. That's about six years ago. Uh, yeah. What a, what a great uh, start to get noticed. It it was the most surreal thing I think that ever happened. Um, it's, it's still that it has ever happened in my life. I just didn't, and I don't think I knew at the time or when it was all happening, just how much it changed my life. Um, but I, cause I just entered, that was another online contest. I entered, I put in my um, original song and I went to country fest and I sang it and ended up winning at country fest. And then it went on to being, um, national throughout the whole country to be top four and it was just really special I got to tour around Manitoba then and go to all of the different radio stations and talk to different people and I got to make so many connections and that really helped me I think start off in my career and I think it made like made me or gave me that push to really um to really pursue it and try to see if I can make something work yeah great uh uh, encouragement to be one of the top for finalists. Uh, so that that's amazing. And, and a lot of great stuff has happened to you, Emma, but has have, have there been any challenges in your career so far, even if they're small challenges, challenges, but anything you've had to work at or overcome? Yeah. Um, I th- well, I mean, I feel like this is a given for anyone, but the pandemic has been a really big, a big challenge for me. Um, 
And actually, um, another thing about me is I'm act- I work as a nurse. Um, so throughout this um, music career, I've also been finishing my nursing degree, and I recently started working as a nurse. And mentally, that's um, quite exhausting for me, especially working as a nurse during the pandemic and trying to finish my album, but also trying to contribute to the health crisis that was going on or that is still is going on in our country was quite difficult for me. And I think music was that outlet for me that gave me um, peace when I got home and gave me something to write about. And mm-hmm. um, that was a really big challenge, um, but I'm really I'm. I'm happy with, with the product of my album that has come from it. So. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, we, we all dealt with the pandemic, but you were there on the front lines and I understand you actually worked in the COVID unit. Yeah, I did. It was, um, it was a challenging experience. Um, nursing is very fulfilling experiencing working on the COVID unit. Um, I don't think it's easy for any healthcare worker. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, f- it, it was, it was a challenge. Yeah, I think we can all, not that we can relate, but we can all imagine that uh, that's got to be very stressful when we see what's mm-hmm. happened on the news and um, so much more than many of us have dealt with through it because we're not right there on the front lines. Um, so 2019, as I mentioned earlier, your debut single came out. That is featured on your debut album. It's Maybe Tonight. Um, and at that point, Emma, this is amazing. You received multiple Manitoba Country Music Awards nominations, including Fans' Choice Female Artist and Music Video of the Year. And uh, you took home a win in the Emerging Artist category. Way to go, nominations yeah. and an award. Thank you so much. I, that was really special. And that was right at the end of um, 2019. I think that was just, it was just such a special year for me. And I, um, I always feel just so grateful just to even be nominated and even have my peers think that I, um, should have a spot in one of those categories and then to win um, was so, so special. Incredible. Yeah. To get recognized by your home province, their country music organization is, uh, I mean, that's, that's a kickoff to your career. Yeah, it really is. Do you have a favorite song on the new album, your debut album, just for the record? And it's so hard to pick, I know, cause I'm sure you love them all, but is there one that stands out for a special reason? Um, actually the one slow ballad on the song called back road dreams is one of the most favorite songs that I've ever written. Um, melodically, I love that song. Um, the idea came to me actually at the beginning of 2020 when the whole world shut down and I didn't know what was happening in the world. So I thought, well, I guess I'll just drive home and go, um, be with my mom and I'll, um, just kind of hang out there and figure it out. So I drove from where I was living back home about two and a half hours and I was looking at all the gravel roads. And I was just thinking about when I was in high school and I thought, oh, like the amount of times me and my friends drove these gravel roads and my best friend's mom's minivan, listening to all these mus- all this music. And we would just say, well, I'm going to do this in my life and I'm going to do this. And um, some of those things worked out and we, we did do those things and some of them didn't and the line in the song is I guess the highway will never see our back road dreams and it was just me thinking of all the stories that those roads have heard that have heard from us and some things work out and some things don't and and that's okay quarterback homecoming queen thought everything came easy in the bleachers and Chevy. Looking back, we were naive, like we were living in. 
such a great song and the title is great too back road dreams uh is just a great song title thank you thank you do, do you feel a release when you write certain songs whether it's if it's a song maybe about a painful experience or just about a piece of life you live through it feels good to kind of get it out of you and onto paper or or onto a recording I feel like sometimes when I'm writing and I know um in some of the songs that don't end up on the on the album, but some songs that I write that are so personal and they do feel like such a release. I feel like sometimes I'll just start crying when I'm writing them because I realize just how much I needed to write that song. And sometimes mm-hmm. it just like flows out of you and you just don't even know, know that you had that in you. And music is just, it's, it's healing. It's so special and to be a musician and to be able to write and then just to hope that someone else can maybe feel that release and mm-hmm. that comfort when they listen to your music is I think all all any artist can hope for. So, yeah, that is such a great accomplishment to not only for yourself to release something and and feel great that it's out uh, out of you and into a piece of art, a piece of music, but like you said, when other people connect with the song and now it's made their day better. Sometimes a song can make somebody's life better if it hits them at the right moment. You know, if they're going mm-hmm. through a separation or they've lost someone and they hear a certain song, that can really heal them and and turn their almost their life around if it's if it's that significant songs that you listen to and it'll remind you about a certain piece and piece or part of your life 
Um, or even if you have, yeah, if you have, if you're going through a separation or someone passes away, mm-hmm. I feel like there's always a song that will remind you of that and just have that special place um, in you. And yeah, you can only ever hope as an artist that eventually one of your songs will be that for someone. Is there anybody uh, in the music business that you would love to work with, Emma, whether it's uh, to have them as your producer or to have them as a duet partner or as a co-writer? Yeah, um, there's a lot of people that I would love to co-write and some names that come to mind would, of course, be like Lori McKenna, Hillary Lindsay um, for Canadian artists. Um, there's a guy named Donovan Woods. He's mm-hmm. a phenomenal writer. I would love to write with him um one day and when I think about collaborators oh boy Chris Stapleton he is so good um such an amazing vocalist I would love to one day be able to do a duet with him yeah the passion in his voice is incredible there really is nobody like him no like he is I feel like I could just um listen to him sing for hours and hours he's just so so good Yep. Passion is uh, one word to describe his Mm -hmm. vocals and his music. He really feels something when you listen to him. Uh, If you were to pass advice on to somebody up and coming who was maybe in your shoes, Emma, back in 2016, somebody starting out wondering how this business works, what kind of advice would you give them to uh, kind of point them in the right direction and keep them going? I think... Um, for me, it was reaching out, reaching out to other people. I think I was very nervous to ask um, what to do. And for the longest time, I didn't even know what to do. I didn't even know what producer to contact. And um, finding some peers, you know, of and um, both kind of small town country singers um, kind of around my area. And I reached out to them and they have been incredible mentors um, Kendra Kay was actually the girl who put me in the direction of meeting with Murray Palver and Murray Palver changed my life completely with my music and, um, giving me some help. So I think my main advice for emerging artists is just to reach out, reach out to other artists, ask some questions. Um, I feel like we're all in this together and trying to navigate this industry and there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with, with having questions, um, and we may not, I don't think there's ever a right answer. We might not have all the answers, but it's, right. it's good to have support from other people too. It's, it's a hard industry to navigate. That's great advice because I'm sure people at a certain age or a certain stage think that uh, I shouldn't ask somebody. They don't either have time or they're not going to answer me, but I've heard you just said it. And I've, a bunch of other artists I've talked to have said they've reached out to somebody further along in their career than they are. And that person was more than willing to help them like Kendra helped you. So that is great advice because people might not think that they can do that, but yeah, you can reach out and there, those artists were in your shoes at one point. They're most of them are happy to help out. Yeah. And you'll find people too um, that will have no problem with helping, which is more, more than appreciated. I still reach out so much to other people to ask so many questions. I feel like I'm still, so I'll always be learning. Yeah, there's so much to learn in the business. You mentioned Murray Pulver, who produced your album, and you said what a life-changing experience that was. Tell me about that, because a lot of people, you know, they might think of a producer as somebody who just handles the music side of things, which which they do. But I know that they can really coach you or at least inspire you in your performance and your vocals. Yeah, Murray, I feel like um, when I met with him the first time, I I didn't really know what I was doing at all. I I brought him the song maybe tonight and I wanted his opinion and see if he would if I would be lucky enough that he would say yes to producing it and it turned out he loved the song but 
more than that, he's been someone I can call if I have questions. He'll always um, give me his honest opinion. And then he always wants to get to know the artist, which is really important to me um, and wants to produce something that um, is a reflection of who I am. And mm-hmm. that's, I think that's the most important. And that is what will help other people connect with your music is if you're releasing stuff that is a reflection of who you are. And Murray, like he takes the time to get to know, he, well, he took the time to get to know me. He's always like a text or a phone call away, which I always appreciate. And has just really become such a good mentor and positive mentor in my life. I feel like anyone who meets Murray just knows what, just a good person and good human that he is. Incredible. Now, aside from your debut album, just for the record that is out now, what are you looking forward to? And besides the tour um, this year or over the next couple of years, any goals or dreams you have in mind, Emma, for your music career? Yeah, um, just some few, like a few exciting things coming up. I have a show, another show in Manitoba in June, opening up for the Reclaws. And that's kind of my first, my first show um, opening up for a a big country act in Canada, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping more shows like that will be will be in the future. And I just hope that this album connects with people enough um, and kind of creates enough traction for me that I get to continue releasing music and creating more momentum. Um, I hope to, well, I hope to, I will be going to the CCMAs this year. So I hope to have, right. um, make some more connections there, play some songwriters um, circles there. Um, and just, I just, I, I love doing this. This is my favorite, the most favorite job I could ever have. Um, so I hope, I just hope I can get to continue doing this over the years. I wish that for you too, Emma, and you are on the right path. You are, you are there. Uh, and your debut album is out now called Just for the Record, which everybody can check out and listen to and stream and enjoy. It's amazing. And of course, your tour for anybody in the Manitoba area, they can check your social media and your website for the exact dates, but that's kicking off very soon. Um, you're going to be playing your music live. Emma, thanks so much for being here. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Dave. I really, really appreciate it. Once again, my guest has been Manitoba's Emma Peterson. I'm Dave Woods, keeping it country.